Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht, part of the Athletic Podcast Network. This is an emergency pod. We haven't had an emergency pod in a while. Uh, So if you're unaware, the Pelicans beat the Clippers to get into the playoffs last night, which is cool in itself. However, what it means is that the Clippers pick that we thought would be the 15th pick because we thought that the Clippers would win at least one of the playing games, which they didn't. That 15th pick became the 12th pick for the Thunder, which is now a lottery pick. And now they have seven, a little bit over 7% odds to jump into the top four with that pick on its own. So Alex and I did an emergency podcast to break it all down. Uh, we did it on YouTube. And I debated whether to put it out as a podcast, but I'm going to do it anyways. So, hope you guys enjoy this uh, quick little night pod, and we refer to it as bird night because the Hawks and the Pelicans won. So, uh, we were in such elation that we I felt like I had to do some sort of disclaimer to explain everything that was happening. So, uh, enjoy it, and uh, enjoy the weekend, and shout out to my son. Who turns 10 today. And uh, yeah, have a great one. It's bird night, Al. Bird night. We're here for the bird nights, everybody. Wow. <laughs> Thunder. Oh my gosh. It did not. It, it was a, you know, let's just, let's acknowledge this. It had been a long time since we had wanted a, a basketball team to win a game that badly. Yeah, I, I, the way I knew that I was into it is that I turned the game off because I was so angry. Yeah. So at some point in the third quarter when they got up, <laughs> when Clippers like came all the way back and got up by double digits, I just turned the game off, started playing Rocket League, said, well, that's that. I don't want to see the happy tweets from Blazers fans. I don't even want to look at it. But then I started checking my phone. They slowly started creeping back. And then when it got pretty close to being tied, I turned it back on. And even then, I was like, it's still not going to happen. I'm just setting myself for even a worse failure because then I bu- I'm going to buy back in. Well, and then they came the through. Funny, the funniest part about that whole thing that you just described is that it was Luke in our group chat that said, man, there are a lot of fouls in this game. And then you <laughs> said, I turned it off. And it's L-Man that stuck it out with this game and is like sitting at home watching it. And, you, and you're like, I turned it off. That was yeah, very it, funny to It me. was dunked on L-Man. Just sitting it in was. his living room by himself with a legal pad making notes on the game. Wow, L-Man LaRue the over there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, w- I was uh, – and by the end of it, I mean, I was standing up in front of my TV, two feet in front of it, clapping very aggressively when everything – I mean, when uh, Marcus Morris took that ill-advised three. Ill-advised oh, three. Right beautiful, beautiful contested late three. It was so good. Oh, I was like, oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. That's just what I want to see. But then you had Larry Nance missing the free throws. And so you're like, oh my oh, gosh, they're going to tie Larry. it up. I felt for Larry at that moment. I couldn't be mad at Larry. I couldn't be mad because he had seven offensive rebounds. He's, I mean, Larry Nance is one of the giant reasons right now that the Thunder have the 12th pick. And if, you know, somehow, some way, that pick becomes like a really good Thunder player, kind of, kind of like how the Sixers praise Mike Muscala for Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, yeah, you know, 
They, they like, said they want to. They said they want to make a banner for Mike Muscala. I, I'm aware. I'm aware of this. And here's the deal: if if this happens, we're raising a banner for Larry. Okay, we got to. I mean, this will be the Larry pick. Honestly, I, Larry's a great name. Like I'd love a Herb banner too. Like they just got. Yeah, a I don't lot know. Of good I names. mean, Herb hit some free throws. Herb played some defense. I don't know. Just Larry had his imprint all over the end of this game. Which, if you're a Blazers fan, I mean, it was going to hurt regardless, but it's CJ, it's Larry Nance, like, it's guys that you were very, I mean, Larry Nance, we were talking about him last summer, like, what a great move yeah. for Portland, based on, like, they could oh, yeah. do a lot, and to get him, and now, and then he does nothing for them, because he's injured, here's and the, now he's, here's another reason, here's the reason why it's Larry, because it's Larry on bird night. Got Larry, be. oh Larry on Bird Night, yes, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Larry yeah. on Bird Night, it's the it's the this is the Larry pick. This is the total Larry pick. Couldn't I'm... happen to a better guy. I know nothing about him, but I always liked him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good player. Uh, yeah, I mean, this obviously is probably being completely overblown by me and my own emotions. But you think about it like this. The Thunder had the 15th pick in the draft and on draft night, they want to move up to 12, right? To get whoever. Like, what does it cost to get there? You know, from 15 to 12. Maybe both of the, maybe either both of the seconds from this year because they're good seconds or maybe like a future protected late first, you know, like the Denver first or something. It would probably be something like that. Like you'd have to trade the 15th pick plus either two good seconds or a bad first. Are you counting the 30th pick as a second? What are you counting? What do you mean? I thought you said, I I thought we have two seconds this year. I think we we just have our own second. Okay. Well that one second and then another good second. I think we have like a Houston second in the future. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it would cost something. And if you look at the history of the draft, like yes, there are those exceptions where like obviously Giannis and Kawhi both taken at pick fifteen. But mm-hmm. there are also so many examples where like that lottery cutoff of fourteen to fifteen does feel like a bit of a drop off. Like even last year. Yeah. Like the Wizards had a chance to take Moses Moody, who I like a lot, but then he's taken at fourteen. They have to go with Corey Kispert. The year before, mm-hmm. Tyrese Halliburton falls all the way to pick 12 for some reason and the kings get him and and trade him the year we had campaign which that was the 14th pick we know what happened Devin booker right there but we, we never had a chance never even had a chance to pick him so it it does seem like a small change but those small changes like we've seen in past lotteries how big of a difference it makes in terms of like the the quality of player that's like right around there at the, at yeah. the late lottery. Like there are good finds there. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, he was a pick 12, wasn't he? I think he so. wasn't pick 12, but he was, I think he was 13. Okay. Yeah. He was 13. And then the bigger, um, the bigger news, I mean, that's like the small news. The bigger news obviously is that you just get extra odds to jump in the top four. You just get a free 7%, 7.1% that you didn't have hey. before. To jump to the top four. And now, obviously, it's not like last year where there was actually like a very high chance we were going to get two picks in the top four. 
it's it's not going to be that this year, but it's not zero. We actually have a legitimate yeah. shot to get two picks in the top four. We have a backup. There's a shot. Yeah, seven percent is quite low, but still, hey, it's it uh... gives a, it gives uh, Tyler Carroll something to do because last year he was like doing all the odds for us, sending us the Excel sheets. We were we he was probably worried. Well, we only have one pick. There's nothing really to to do with that. You just go on tankathon. Yeah. Now he's yeah, got yeah. he's got something to do, which is great. True. True. History of pick twelve. If you just want to talk about the the twelfth pick, uh, yeah. Josh Primo was the twelfth pick last year. <laughs> I love him. Super young. Oh, you got about that. Uh, so young. He's gonna be young for a long time. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton. The year before that, PJ Washington in twenty nineteen. Miles Bridges. Wow. Twenty eighteen. These, these are some good names. Twenty seventeen. Luke Kennard. Still good. Still solid. Yeah. He went before Donovan Mitchell in that draft. Oh, by the okay. way. Uh, twenty sixteen. Torian Prince. Uh, Trey Lyles, Dario Scharch, uh, Stephen Adams, our very own at 13. Uh, Jeremy Lamb, our very own. Uh, Alec Burks, Xavier Henry. And then notables, <laughs> Robert Swift was drafted 12th in 2004. Nick Collison, this is, this is, where, the, this is where the good luck is maybe converging on the thunder. yeah it does seem Is like that... there's a lot of like thunder synergy with the 12th nick collison picked 12th and steven adams picked 12th wow they Could have to send nick collison game? they have to send nick collison as the representative to the lottery now will it maybe it will be jalen Dern falling to 12 that's possible i mean let's let's take a look at the the current draft board and praise the lord shade and sharp declared and he'll stay. Now he could, he could still go in. back. He did not hire an agent. Yeah, I know. I know. He's going. He's going to go in the top 10 and he's going to make some killer money. <laughs> Do you ever click on the tweets like about Shaden Sharp and underneath them, it's just all Kentucky fans just in complete denial? It's it's kind of, I, 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 I'm just like, Ooh, so we can come back. Because I, I went to OU where like college basketball fandom wasn't like that big of a deal, you know? But like UK, yeah. like their fans are just as insane as any like pro sports team, and they are in complete denial. Most yeah. of them think, "Oh yeah, he's just testing it out. He's just gonna. Mm-hmm. They're gonna tell him he's a a, a late first pick, and then he's gonna come back." Duh. <laughs> Duh. Oh, uh, Vladimir Rodmanovich, another Seattle SuperSonic, taken at twelve. By the way. Uh. uh so looking at just the tankathon mock draft, mm-hmm. um, which they may be right, they may be not. I don't know. One of these guys is going to be available at twelve. Like Ty Ty Washington could be there. Yeah, I'm not a huge Ty Ty guy. Uh, Tari Eason, kind of a big. I, I like Tari Eason a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jalen Duran could be there. Mark Williams will certainly be there. Dyson Daniels could be there. Mm-hmm. Matherin mm-hmm. could be there. It could be a pretty significant piece to this team. Whereas, like, you look back and you go back even three slots, like, it just doesn't feel as good. You don't feel as good up there. So, it's it's a significant upgrade. And just the fact that, like, just because, like, randomly 
this, you know, Paul George gets COVID and the Clippers lose this game at home for that. And it really is for that reason alone, which is like horrible for PG wonderful for the thunder that they just jump up three slots. Like you just get a free three slots in the draft. Like, here you go. Like you get, and, and, and that's the thing. Like we we've been talking this entire season, like eventually the thunder have to get lucky for this to work. Yeah. And in the grand scheme of things, this is like a small little luck thing. It's not like the biggest yeah. thing in the world. It's not like the Houston pick falling to five last year or something. But right. it's it's a little it's a little treat, Andrew, for us after a very long and difficult and <laughs> sometimes miserable at the end season. It's just like a yeah. nice little thing to have. And now and now when we play our Tankathon game, there's two of our names that are going around. And That's I can jump true. up. How nice is that? Many, many, many screenshots. <laughs> I mean, t- for for example, like the 2020 draft, had the Magic jumped up from 15 to 12, they have Tyrese Halliburton instead of Cole Anthony. Yeah. And, and the other I thing mean, is, like, it, we, we didn't even talk about this, but, like, okay, what if they do uh, fall to six or, or they stay at five or something? The If you wanted to trade up, like that asset, even though it's marginally better, it, it just feels different saying we're going to trade you two lottery picks in this year's draft as opposed mm-hmm. to like a mid-round first. Yeah. Which is how you would talk about it. So it, it's just it's just more flexibility, more options for for Mr. Presty. Yeah. What a, what a I great mean, in, night. In, the, in the previous draft, you've got Troy Brown Jr. at 15 or Miles Bridges at 12. Yeah. You know, now, don't go too far then, back because then, then you're getting to Kawhi and Giannis, and we don't want to ruin this. But but the argument there would be, hey, guess what? Giannis and Kawhi were there, available at 12. They were. They were. Could have been taken just at 12. made mistakes. People just made mistakes. Yeah, you could, you could go back and trade. <laughs> that would be that's – a, that's a much funnier – it would actually be Giannis for uh, Steven Adams. Is what the trade is what the trade would be in 2000 and then 2011 it's oh gosh it's Kawhi for Alec Burks you don't want to go back too far let's let's stay with the Tyrese Halliburton Cole Anthony example (laughs) um man Blazers fans I sent you a text of uh my Blazers friend (laughs) that was just like a bunch of explicitives over and over Trade Dame was mixed in with those explicitives, explicits, yep. explicitives, expletives, expletives. It's late, not as late as everyone watching this, but it is late. I was gonna say me. it's not one a.m. like it is. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so it's only eleven, but still, for me, you know, I usually go to bed for at me? seven. So, uh, I wanted to read you this tweet by uh, Blazers by uh, Sager. Okay, I don't know if that's how you say his name. I apologize, it's wrong. He said Charlotte got more draft capital back in a trade for Devontae Graham, a free agent, than Portland did for all of C.J. McCollum, Norman Powell, Robert Covington, and Larry Nance Jr. combined. Holy smokes! <laughs> Which so like what's the, tra- what's the what what's the C.J. trade now? So now they get the a top four protected Milwaukee first in twenty twenty five. So they're getting Milwaukee's twenty twenty five like twenty seventh pick or. 25th pick or whatever and and the more important thing is like 
who knows what happens with Milwaukee? Like maybe that does become a good pick. You don't know. Like it, it, it could become a late lottery pick, but yeah. in terms of wanting to trade an asset for someone like Jeremy Grant, that's going to be way less appealing to Detroit than like the 12th yeah. pick in this draft would have been. Yeah. It seemed, it seemed like they had like all the ingredients just try to like string together a team. And that's well, a huge piece of the puzzle removed huge well what it does is like they obviously could still trade their pick for jeremy grant because yeah. who knows like i mean they're in the six best odds but let's say they fall to eight like they might think okay we can trade the eight for jeremy grant but the difference is that you can't straddle the line between the present and the future anymore because with mm-hmm. two lottery picks you could use one of those on a young player start to develop them in your pipeline but still get jeremy grant with another one so you can kind of like yeah. play both sides it's going to be a lot harder to do that now because again, they can't trade any of their own first until like 2028 or some stupid thing because of the first they gave up for Larry Nance jr. Who we're going to make a banner for. It's big Larry night here. It's just big a bad bird, series big Larry of events for, uh, for the Blazers. <laughs> it really is. And to see CJ thriving. Oh my gosh. Did the you see that? Uh, Will Guillory. Uh, his ninth straight playoffs made. He's made the playoffs in every single season of his career. Wow. That is kind of wild. Wow. Because you that don't think of him as crazy. like on amazing teams. It's not like he's just. Mm-mm. Actually, there aren't any teams that have made the playoffs that many years anymore because the Blazers were yeah. the last one. Right. Yeah, that's incredible. That's incredible stuff. And good for CJ. Because, I mean, I wouldn't have given the Pelicans much of a chance, you know, from from the start of this. I, I would have. I thought it was going to be the Wolves and the Clippers, and honestly, if not for some really bad luck for the Clippers, well, dude, the, you know, I mean, they could have won the the Wolves game easily. Yeah, I mean, their true. their plan was almost too good. Like they almost succeeded too well against Carl <laughs> Anthony Towns because when Carl <laughs> Anthony Towns left that game, the Wolves became such a better team because. They were just attacking the rim nonstop. Like if they, if their plan had just been like slightly worse and Carl Anthony Towns had just had like an average or like below average game and not (laughs) a horrible game, like they probably win. Yeah, they probably do. Yeah. Both those games were extremely close. And if you're the Clippers, you had this, you had an incredible season based on like the, the hand that they were dealt an incredible season but it just feels so much worse now. And then to see, I mean, for me, if I'm a Clippers fan and I see the thunder now, like getting this 12th pick, I would be quite upset. About and that. remember two years ago when they flamed out in the playoffs, it was a huge deal. And yeah. you heard the rumors that like Balmer was like going crazy behind the scenes yeah. and wanting to like blow it all up. And then they calmed him down. Come back the next year. They make the conference finals for the first time franchise history without Kawhi Leonard, who was out. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, that trade was definitely worth it. Now you're three and they missed the playoffs completely. And did you, did you see the shots of Steve Ballmer? Like at at the end of that game, like even when, even when they were like winning and it was like a close game, he looked pissed. He was not doing his like thigh grabbing, clapping thing. 
No, there was no thigh cramp, unfortunately <laughs> was, for all of us. He was, was no looking pretty cramp. bummed. And you you he just was. wonder, knowing that that's how he reacted two or three years ago, yeah. how is he going to react to this? Because whoever that random guy was on Twitter that said, like, there's friction between Kawhi and the Clippers, which I feel like anyone could say that because, like, why wouldn't there be? It feels like there's always tension between Kawhi and, and an, whatever organization he's with. It's a simple prediction to make. <laughs> Like, how pissed would you be if you think that there's any chance Kawhi could have been playing right now and could have gotten your team in the playoffs and instead he didn't and now you got knocked out? You lost two play-in games in a row. Got Yes, yeah. you got awful luck, but, like, at some point it must just be so frustrating. And you just wonder yeah. what could happen. I don't you think wonder. anything will happen, but this this was a very bad way for the Clippers to end this season. Yeah. To, to make it all the way to that 7-8 game, to be up, to basically solve Carl Anthony Towns, and for that to turn so fast, and then for this game to turn so fast in the fourth quarter. Yeah, <sighs> it's not it's not unlike what happened to the Warriors last year. Um, however, it's just different with the Warriors because they have homegrown talent. Good, because know? they had their pick. And also they had and they had the pick. It's like such an easier letdown when you're like, okay, well now we can at least like we're an old team anyways. Maybe we can add some some young piece they, in here. They had two lottery picks. You know? Yeah. And you look at the Warriors and how good they feel. Like part of how good they feel is that they've got stuff for the future. And the Thunder are going to have I mean, even if things don't break right for the Thunder and they end up with like the seventh pick, like you don't feel good about that. We feel way better about seven and twelve. Yes, like you this do. kind of it cushions <laughs> seven and twelve cushions the fall of of what could happen. And I'm just imagining trying it, to explain to someone why seven and twelve sounds so much better than seven and fifteen because it's not that big of a difference, but it feels so big. It feels big. I don't know if it's just the bird night getting to my head. I don't know. It might be, man. Dude, what what a <laughs> night. I just I didn't expect to I had kind of written it off in my head. Yeah. And then they they were they were playing so well in the first half. And I held back yeah. from tweeting. I was like I am not I, going to tweet. I am not I going touch, to jinx this. I didn't touch Twitter until the fourth like 3 minutes left in the fourth quarter. I was afraid to. When they got up, I had filmed a little video of of, of that little that bird artwork i have yeah yeah um it was a different one it involved my guinea pig as well but then i was like <laughs> nope i can't do this i cannot <laughs> jinx this game and of course it was jinxed anyways because we knew the clippers were going to come back yeah oh yeah and yeah, for a team that as i mean i shouldn't say as young as new orleans because they obviously have vets like significant vets on their team but they're playing a lot yeah. of rookies and for a team like that with a first year yeah. coach on the road in that type of environment, down 10 at the start oh. of the fourth quarter to come all the way back is just super impressive. I mean, all credit to the Pelicans. And they get a lottery pick from the, the Lakers. So it's just like, it's just gravy at this point. They're going to get two playoff games against the Suns and probably no more. But it, those two will be very fun. Yeah. I, I love it. It's a great story. It's great, great for the Thunder. Great uh, for Birds. A big night for birds, man. Big. It's a big <laughs> night for birds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, 
thanks for staying up with us tonight. Thanks for hopping in. If you uh, are joining in on our stream, uh, hit subscribe. Like and subscribe, please. Hit the bell. Hit the bell as well. Hit, hit the bell. Get some notifications when we go live. We'll go. We usually go live Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But uh, when the opportunity arrives for great things, which it has been a minute since we've done an emergency pod, <laughs> since it even felt necessary to do an emergency pod. And this is probably barely necessary, but you got to take what you can get. You know, we got it. Hey, when you got bird night. You got a bird pod? You have a chance to do a bird pod? A freaking bird pod on a Friday night? How do you turn that down? Do a a Larry slash bird, not a Larry bird, but a Larry slash bird pod. Gotta oh, do it. Man. What a great Gotta night. Do it. And uh, playoffs haven't even started. Playoffs start tomorrow. Full day of games. Tomorrow. Oh my yep. gosh. So games good. start at ten thirty AM out here. You know how great that is? Unbelievable. I just roll out of bed. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, have it. Oh, it starts at 10 a.m. Have a great night, everyone. Enjoy yeah, your birthday. Hey, hey, check out Saturday Slam and Jam. We preview the Eastern Conference playoffs with lots of excellent guests from <laughs> The Athletic and from lots of different podcasts. It's a, it's a, and we it's recorded, a fun podcast. We recorded the first part right before we did this. So if you notice that our, especially my voice, is a little bit more excited than usual. That is yeah. why. Oh, that's great. That's so good. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Fly Goodbye. high with the birds. Fly high with the birds. <laughs>